Amen. All right, open your Bible. We're going to go ahead and receive the offering tonight. And uh, we do have cheerful, happy, wonderful, blessed, extraordinary givers. Amen. Take an offering envelope. Uh, if you're going to make out a check, make it to Mark Hankins Ministries, or you can just abbreviate MHM, MHM, Mark Hankins Ministries. You can give by cash, you can give by check, or you can also give by credit card on that envelope, or you can also give online. And uh, we appreciate your generosity. Uh, we know why you're so generous, because your pastors are so generous. And this is an exceptionally blessed church and blessed group of people. And so uh, we appreciate the way you give and you're happy giving and everybody does their best, praise the Lord. And, and uh, so you guys are amazing. Uh, you can outgive a church 10 times the size of this church. And I said, you can outgive a church 10 times. And he said this the last few years, the Lord has multiplied and increased and multiplied just through uh, learning the laws of sowing and reaping. So open your Bible, 2 Corinthians 9. We're going to read that, and then we're going to uh, just find out. I'm so glad I found out anybody could do this. Me too. And um, I found out anybody could do this, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And he talks about in chapter 8, see that you abound in this grace. And he's talking about the grace of generosity and giving and the grace of God as it affects your financial blessing. And so he talks about sowing and he calls giving sowing. So I'm so glad that I found out that you can sow. What happens when you sow and learning how to sow and learning how to get a harvest. Amen. And so 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6, he calls giving sowing. And the Lord said this to me. He said, your, your sowing will outperform your savings. Now, there's nothing wrong with saving money, you know. Uh, you, um, you, uh, uh, you sow some, you uh, save some, and you spend some. God even wants you to have money to spend. Amen. So you sow some, save some, and spend some. And so God said he'll bless your basket and your store, so he's not opposed to you having a storehouse. He's not opposed to you having money and savings. He said he'll actually bless it. I actually found out God can't bless your storehouse if you don't have one. Amen. So that means you, you should save some money and don't spend everything and buy everything your little beady eyes won't. So um, it's just that many times I, the Lord spoke to me to sow and to give. And uh, I have sown many times out of saving. Anybody want to know what happened? Well, the Lord said, your sowing will outperform your savings. So my savings account actually started multiplying. <laughs> Amen. And so the Lord said to me this way, he said, you can, you can actually get some things faster by sowing for it than you can by saving for it. All right, let's try that again. Nothing, nothing wrong with saving. You want to get something, a TV or a car or something, and you start saving. Nothing wrong with that. But when I was in Bible college, um, my, my senior year, Trina and I just first started, we just started dating. And so uh, she's kind of watching me close. 
And so every day when Bible college, my fourth year fixing to graduate, and so Trina showed up. And so every day, I think it was every day, we had a um, chapel because the Bible college, Southwestern Assemblies of God Bible College. So we had a chapel every day. Well, I had been working uh, what they call valet parking, you know, uh, parking at a real fancy restaurant in Dallas called the Chateaubriand. So that means we parked cars for Howard Cosell, all the Dallas Cowboys, movie stars, Debbie Reynolds in there. And so we parked their cars. And so your tip would be back in those days, 25 cents, quarter, maybe two quarters was kind of an average tip. And if you got a dollar, you're just thrilled, you know, if you got a dollar. And some people didn't give you nothing until you just spit on their car when they left. But... Uh, <laughs> Then we, we started confessing using our faith. I said, somebody's going to give me $20. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you got two quarters, you are pretty happy. But I said, you watch, somebody's going to come out and give me $20. And boy, wasn't long, here come a guy out singing, you know. And he said, I'm going to give you $20. I said, I told you, see that? I have what I say. I got $20. Yeah. So I started saving up some money. Of course, we always tithed and always gave uh, off of every, month, uh, every bit of money that came in. But then the money I had extra, I started saving it. Well, I didn't have much of a, a bank account. So I had a jar in the back of my uh, chest of drawers at the room and underneath all the clothes. And I was saving up money to get me a new uh, Monte Carlo. So I wanted a 1975 baby blue, brand new, uh, Monte Carlo with V8 motor and um, a half um, uh, navy blue. In other words, baby blue was the, the regular car and then half top was vinyl, navy blue. And just a beautiful car. And back in those days, you could get a brand new one for about $4,000. Maybe a little over four. Depends on how much stuff you got on it for, 4500 And so I uh, had a deal with my bank. And so... I needed, I needed at least, you know, I wanted to pay down 10, 20% down, at least have that much money. So I started putting money in that jar. So I had that money in savings. And so I'm getting up $500, you know, in that jar, man, I've got, and I said, I'm going to have me a brand new baby blue 75 Monte Carlo before I graduate. And when I leave this campus, I'll drive off in a brand new. So I've been saying that for a year. When I drive off this campus, I'm driving off in a brand new 1975 baby blue Monte Carlo. Well, when I went to chapel and uh, they had a missionary there uh, from Africa, I think a missionary was there. So they said, we're going to receive a special offering for the missionary. I went, all right. So then the Lord said, uh, how'd you like to give that money you got in that jar? I said, well, you know, I rebuked the devil trying to talk to me while I'm sitting here in this church service. The Lord said, how'd you like to give that money in that jar? I said, well, I don't really want to. I mean, because I really want to get my brand new baby blue 1975 Monte Carlo. <laughs> That's what I want. And so uh, the Lord kind of kept dealing with me. Well, Trina was sitting over there. She was a freshman. I was a senior. So she was sitting over there. And, uh, she, you know, she would pray and kind of pray with one eye like this to see 
see if I was being spiritual enough, you know, she'd pray, see, see if I was praying and stuff. Well, anyway, um, came time for the offering and um, I got up and ran practically out of that auditorium and uh, she says to me, she, I didn't know what she was thinking then. She just said, uh, I wonder where he thinks he's going during this part of the chapel. It's not a very spiritual thing to get up and walk out, you know. Well, she didn't know the Lord's dealing with me about giving that money for that baby blue 1975 Chevy Monte Carlo with a V8 motor with a half vinyl top that was navy blue. You know, when you know what you want, you just know what you want. <laughs> Sometimes faith won't even work right if you don't know what you want. <laughs> so we'd been talking and confessing it and declaring it, you know, because I never had a new car. Then I read in the Bible where um, Jesus rode a donkey that had never been ridden. Well, I thought if he rode a donkey, in other words, he wasn't riding no used donkey. And I'd already had two used cars. And Jesus rode a brand new donkey. I thought, well, I ought to have a brand new car. I mean, shouldn't let some heathen wear out the car and then give it to me. I ought to have a brand new one. So, so I, that's my faith started coming up for a while. I'm, I'm having me a brand new one, new car smell. Come on, I'm the only owner of that brand new baby blue Chevy Monte Carlo. <laughs> Anybody want to know what happened? Well, I ran all the way back to the dorm. Come on, I pulled out the drawers there and started digging around the clothes, found that jar with that cash. I'd been saving that cash up, man, because two quarters was a good tip. And I'd already tithed and gave, given off of that. So I told the Lord, this is not required. How many ever explain to the Lord what's not required? So I said, it's not required. And so anyway, um, I got that, that cash, came back and filled out an envelope, gave it to the missionary. Well, then the devil said, now you're not ever going to have no baby blue 1975 Chevy Monte Carlo. <laughs> with a half final top. <laughs> How many ever had the devil tell you what you ain't ever going to have? He said, because you gave away the money. I said, no, I don't believe God does business that way. I believe I'm just going to have a better 1975 baby blue Chevy Monte Carlo. Anybody want to know what happened? Well, the Lord blessed me and increased me. And the last month before I graduated, I drove a brand new baby blue 1975 Chevy Monte Carlo. And I, and I uh, picked Trent up and said, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> now, I knew that she didn't love me because of the car. Because the car she fell in love with me was like an old 1965 Ford Fairlane four door with a, uh, the shift was on the, on the column three. Yeah. So, so I knew that she wasn't attracted to me because of the car. 
but I got the brand new car, amen, the blessing of the Lord. And instead of it taking me six years to pay for it, I paid for it in two years. And I only made $100 a week working at the church. First job I had made $100 a week. So God can do more with your sowing. So I don't know about you. I don't feel threatened by it. I actually say, Lord, thank you for teaching me about sowing because it, it determines where I'm going. My sowing determines where I'm going. Amen. And so uh, tithing, we know uh, the tithe belongs to the Lord. But after you tithe, then you can purpose in your heart and you can be a giver or be a sower. And I encourage people to do this regardless of how much money they make. Come on. You know, I don't mean to be rude or anything, but sometimes people say, you're trying to get my money. And I'm like, you really don't have enough for me to waste my time talking to you about. You know what I mean? I can stay home with my money. Y'all still here? So no, I'm trying to teach you how to, how to open up supernatural increase in your life because um, sometimes people don't, don't always need to give because the church or the ministry has a need. Sometimes you need to give because you have a need. All right, let's try that one more time. In other words, uh, you say, please, I want to give. Please don't, now don't skip that part of the service right now because, man, I believe God. So he said, if you'll sow sparingly, you're going to reap that way. And he said, if you sow generously, you'll reap generously. So I had to find out how much generous was. I mean, I did real practical things. I said, Lord, now I'd really like to qualify for the generous harvest. Let me go talk to my friend over here. Y'all still here? I'd like to qualify for the generous harvest. And you cannot qualify for the generous harvest by sowing sparingly. Because there's a spiritual law involved. You sow sparing, you're going to reap sparing. The Lord said to me, harvest never gets confused. In other words, you don't have to worry about somebody else getting your harvest. In other words, your giving has a return address on it. God knows your address. Let's try that one more time. I don't know. Maybe you don't believe that. God knows my address. How many of y'all believe God knows your address? How many believe he knows how to get the harvest to your address? All right. So I said, now, Lord, teach me some more about this. Teach me some more about it. Actually, Kenneth Copeland said it a little different because he, you know, he was, uh, uh, he was pretty, pretty big guy and, uh, he had one pair of pants and, uh, and he started losing weight. He said he ate nine boiled eggs a day so he could lose weight. And he lost about a hundred pounds or something and he didn't have enough money to get any pants. And so he kept taking up those pants until it had one pocket in the back. So it had two pockets, <laughs> came back into one pocket. So that's what he said. He has a great, great testimony. I know it makes some people mad, but you can just get glad in the same britches you got mad in. But listen, so he's got a great, great testimony of how he started out broken. Here's what he said the Lord told him. The Lord said, I'm going to teach you 
how to get rich through giving. Now, rich means abundantly provided for. That means we're not, you know, saying everybody's going to have a Rolls Royce. We're just talking about having abundance, abundantly provided for. And God wants you to have an abundance. So I said, I'm going to show you how to have an abundance through giving. Because at that time he's broke and he said his $40,000 in debt, which today that would have been, today would be like $400,000 in debt. So I said, I'm going to show you how through giving. Reinhard Bonnke said, uh, Kenneth Copeland is the only man to chase me down to pay for Africa crusade and paid $1 million at a time for the whole crusade. Now, inside edition ain't going to tell you that. They're just going to try to make him look like he's a greedy old preacher, but he started off just at the bottom and one of the most generous givers you'll ever meet. Amen. And so there's something about, so Lord, teach me about sowing. And he said, when you sow, when you hit the generous department, if you want that generous harvest, here's, here's what he said to me. He said, uh, I said, how will I know when I'm generous? And he said, Here, here's the way he explained it to me. He said, you have hit generous on a number of occasions. And he said, now let me explain to you how you feel when you hit generous. He said, when you hit generous is when you give and you think about it for months later. Because if you can give and not really think much about it, don't affect you very much, don't think much about it, then you're still in the sparing department. But if you ever hit generous, come on, and a month later, three months later, you're like, whoo, where's those promises at? Come on, come on, where's the Bible at? Get the Bible out, we're gonna start speaking the word. And so you grow in your understanding and grow actually in your harvest. So I gave 500 then, but years later, the Lord spoke to me about giving 25,000. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's real nice to have that in the bank, just kind of back up there uh, at 25,000. The Lord said, no, I want you to sow it. So I sowed it, gave it to a minister that's preaching the gospel. I said, you've been a blessing to me and I want to be a blessing to you. And he about started crying. I said, well, you shouldn't be crying. I ought to be the one crying. I mean, I'm, you ought to be happy. I mean, I, you got 25,000 now. All right, you, and so he, <laughs> you said, well, what happened the next week? Nothing. Next month, nothing. But the Lord provided for us. But just a few years after that, the Lord said, do you remember when you gave 25,000? I said, I will never forget it. <laughs> Let's try that again. Come on, in other words, you should have some times in generosity that you say, I'll never forget sowing that seed. Yeah. I'll never forget it. The Lord says to me this way. He said, remember when you sold that 25000 I said, absolutely, I'll never forget it. He said, now I want you to count up how much money's come in since you gave that 25000 So I started to count and I went, $25 million. $25 million. But listen, I'm talking about in the ministry now. Sowing so the gospel can be preached. So when, when the Lord said $25 million, I thought, wow. Because at the time I gave the 25000 
I thought, I really need that 25000 And after I gave it, I had just kind of like giver's remorse. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever see another 25000 But you know the devil's a liar. You say, why? Because God said he'll multiply your seed sown. Amen. So God did not design sowing for you to decrease. Let's try this one more time. I said, come on. God, I know, I know when you talk about tithing and giving and sowing, people are like, oh, but God did not design sowing for us to decrease. He actually designed sowing for us to increase, which means you may not be Funny thing, but this happened in Colorado. I'm sure it wouldn't happen in Florida. But the pastor said this. He said, I may not be the sharpest light in the room or the brightest knife in the drawer. (laughs) That's exactly what he said. And we're like, obviously, you're not the sharpest. So he got it just opposite, you know, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. (laughs) Here's what I want you to see. You may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer or the brightest light in the room. And you may not be the most talented and the most educated. But if you ever learn how to be a sower. All right, that's just right. I said, if you ever learn how to be a sower. All right, let's try. I said, if you ever learn how to be a sower, it'll change your whole life. Amen. And so I had somebody tell me one time, they say, yeah, but I want a fixed income. And I said, well, well, who fixed it? I better finish this quick. You fixed it with your brain. Who fixed it? Because nobody can fix your income. When you're a tither and you're a sower, nobody can fix your income. Matter of fact, I just unfixed it when I started sowing. And then God took the limits off. Hallelujah. And so he says, God will multiply our seed sown. How many are expecting some multiplication? Amen. So I believe that rejoicing and praising, amen, and speaking words of faith, are all harvesting factors. There's a harvest, come on, that God will bring in a harvest, but you participate in the harvest. How do you do that? Hold fast to your confession. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I do not lack for ability. I do not lack for opportunity. I never lack for money. I never lack for money. Then say things like this. You know my Father God always takes care of me in grand style. You know I drive the best, wear the best, eat the best, live in the best, and I give the best. You know, thank God if you just knew who my Father was, he just always taking care of me. So instead of talking whining and negative, you know, and just just say, thank you, Father. So that's a part of the harvesting factor. Amen. And then do some rejoicing. Thank you, Lord. And if the devil puts the pressure on you, say, what you going to do now? Just just run around the room and say, whoo. The harvest is coming in. The money will come. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so we started saying in our church, 
because we were doing this participating individually and as a church. We started saying, you know, somebody's going to give our church $100,000. I would announce it from the pulpit. I'd say, you know, our church is we give, we give to missions. We're a blessing to those who bring us the word. And you know, somebody is going to give our church $100,000. So I'd say, you know, somebody's going to give hundred. And so on Sunday morning, I'd say that. And I said it, you know, just about every Sunday, just kind of throw it in there. You know, somebody's going to give our church $100,000. And so I could look out there and people would look at me like, well, don't look at me, buddy. <laughs> And then I would think, believe me, I'm not looking at you. In other words, I'm not saying it for your sake. I'm saying it because Jesus said I have what I say. And I'm saying it because this is a corporate vision. It's not just my vision, not my church. In other words, the money will come in supernaturally. Anybody want to know what happened? You want to know what happened? Somebody for the first time in the history of that church walked into that church and uh, gave $100,000. I heard the secretary scream on Monday morning. Ah, she'd never seen a check that big in the church. Anybody want to know what happened? I said, and guess what? Somebody's going to do it again. They went. That time a preacher came in from the pulpit. He said, the Lord told me to give you $100,000. And everybody in church went, this guy's crazy, ain't he? I mean, he's just saying stuff and it's just happening. Are y'all still here? So if you're not saying nothing, come on. Come on, and I didn't start out at 100,000. I started out, I said, somebody's gonna give our church or ministry $1,000. And then that happened. First guy ever gave me $1,000. And then I started saying, you know, somebody's going to give, give us $10,000. I said that probably for a couple of years before that happened. And I was sitting in a meeting like this. And I was sitting down on the front row fixing to preach. I was sitting like this. And, and somebody came up to me and said, excuse me, excuse me. They tapped me on the shoulder and they said, the Lord told me to give you $10,000. They said, do you want me to do that right now or would you like for me to mail it? I said, I'll wait for it. Just go ahead and go write it. I'll just wait for it right now. Are y'all still here? You say, well, I wish that worked for me. Well, if wishing and hoping was fruits and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Listen, it don't happen by wishing. Come on. It happens by sowing. Two things, sowing. And saying. So you don't start at the top. You just kind of start where you're at. Amen. And if I was in real estate, I'd be doing the same thing. Come on. If I was in real estate, I'd be saying, I'm going to, I'm going to get a house, sell it and make a hundred thousand dollars. That's what I'd be doing. What you, what you don't know is even if I wasn't a preacher, I'd be a millionaire. Thank you for your enthusiasm. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, the word works for everybody. You don't have to be no preacher. I said, you don't have to be no preacher. Matter of fact, you might get there faster if you ain't a preacher. Listen, so I'm saying, you have to be no preacher. All you got to do is be a sower. Do we have any sowers in here? He said, God, multiply your seed zone, make all grace abound towards you. Whoa. And so don't just be a sower, be a sower and a sayer. 
Come on, and don't get stuck in the sparing department. Crank it up and hit the generous department periodically to where at least you make your hands sweat a little bit. You go, amen. Y'all ready to give? Let me pray with you. Father God, I pray a special blessing tonight as we sow our seed. We sow generously and we expect a generous harvest. You said that that harvest will come to us, that you'll make all grace abound towards us. Thank you, Lord, for more than enough. You multiply the seed that is sown. We expect a multiplication. We say, devil, we command you to take your hands off of our money, off of our land, off of our property, off of our business, off of our jobs in the name of Jesus. And we say, go angels, ministering spirits and cause the money to come and cause the land to come and cause, <laughs> come on, cause that car to come to me. Come on, cause that transportation to come to me. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And I, I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Christ. Oh, thank you, Lord. Now thank him for it right now. Thank you, Lord. The blessing of the Lord, the increase of God, the goodness of God. Woo, praise the Lord. Bless coming in. Bless going out. Thank you, Father. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Amen. 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 And you know, some people, I'm talking about to the pastor right now, but in your case, it can happen all kinds of ways. But in a, in a church, you have a corporate vision and the Lord sent people to our church just to stay long enough to give the ministry a hundred thousand dollars. Other guy, another guy, a doctor and his wife, and they came and they stayed just long enough that we were believing God for some things for the ministry. And the doctor, he pledged, uh, what was it, uh, 10,000? No, no, he pledged 10,000. He pledged 10,000, something like that. So uh, he came and called me up. He said, uh, he said, Pastor, will you meet me at the church? And I said, uh, well, really, you know, uh, Friday is the day I don't come into the church. He said, well, it's kind of the only time I got, so if you'd, come to the church. I said, well, I'll come, but you know, I'm like in jogging pants, you know, and, and my baseball cap on. So I'll come, but I just want you to understand that I'm just kind of coming in just to meet you. So he came in as soon as he got in my office, he said, uh, well, I was going to give 10,000. That's how much I pledge and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like I came in to hear this, right? I said, well, it's no problem. I mean, it's just you wanted to do that, and so nobody's going to make you do that. He said, I'm not going to do it. I said, no problem. He said, I'm going to give 50000 Put out a check, give me 50000 <laughs> Anybody want to know what I said? I said, just call me any day on Friday. You want me to come down there and meet you? All right, y'all get your offering ready. Amen. Amen. Lift your hand up, Father God. Thank you for your blessing. We're blessed coming in. We're blessed to be a blessing. There's no shortage of money, no lack. Thank you, Lord, for a harvest of blessing coming into this church and this ministry, every individual here, other churches that we're blessed and the increase of God. We'll give the Lord a shout. I said the increase of God. Amen. God bless you abundantly. I think you're going to bring your offering up to the bucket here. You can sit down a minute if you want. Ha, ha, ha. Praise God. 
Praise God. Praise God. Glory to 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 God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, just when I walked by, he said, it's new. It's new. 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 You <laughs> can't compare it with it. anything else. New. Because it's all new. It's never been like this before. God is opening up and displaying something new. Yeah, and a new coming door. Coming out on, the, like a new product that comes It's never been like this never. before. It's like a brand new door. I'm writing a song for Terry. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. He's rolling out something new Amen. for the church. Amen. Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. It's rolling out. <laughs> a new, a new uh, model. Yeah. A new year. Yeah. New thing. Yes. New vision. Yes. New opportunity. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, He so makes you everything. You don't try new. to make plans based on what it was. Yes. You just are open. Yes. You're just open. Hmm. Hmm. New season. Ha ha. It reminds me that the Raptor you got, the truck. Ford, Ford truck. Ford Raptor. Raptor. Yeah, because it could do things that no other truck previously best. It's was the best created to do. Yeah. And it's a vehicle. And I believe, that, I just see that there's... <laughs> What God is doing, it's a vehicle <laughs> Praise to the take Lord. us places and do things oh, yeah. and be sustained in, in all kinds of situations Yeah, and come out on top. Go ahead and laugh about that. <laughs> and it's God. Yeah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> So this generation is going to get something new. Yeah. And no other generation is God. Amen. Amen. Do you want to uh, read Isaiah 43, 18 and 19? You want to read it in the Message Bible? I can read it in the King James. And you read it in the Message Bible? Do you have the Message Bible? Uh, Y'all look at Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Uh, you know the Apostle Paul has said, this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind and I press for those things that are ahead. So uh, one thing you do is you forget those things which are behind and you press, you press for the things that are ahead. You press, press for it. In other words, uh, it won't just necessarily just fall on you. You have to press for it. Press for those things that are ahead. And then Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, uh, King James Version, he says, remember ye not the former things. Mm. Now, just think about it, how difficult that is for you to do that. 
because you could hear me preach on that 20 times or 50 times, and you'd still catch yourself on Tuesday afternoon thinking about the former thing. And yet God gave us the instruction. He said, don't even remember the former thing. Amen. He said, uh, neither consider, don't think about it, don't consider it. It's totally done away with. Done away with. He said, don't even remember it. Come on, done away with. He wouldn't tell you to forget about it if you couldn't forget about it. Let's try that again. Come on, think about how happy you would be if you could just forget about some things. Let's try that one more time. I said, think about how happy you would be. How much peace you would have. If you could just remember not the former thing. Practice that right now and just look at somebody and say, remember not the former thing. Because you'll catch yourself remembering it and God told you don't remember it. You're fixing to have a case of amnesia. Well, you're going to totally forget the former things. Say, I can't even remember that anymore. I don't even know what you're talking about. The Bible says you're a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Everything become new. Ha, 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 ha. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if pictures of the past keep coming up, you didn't get that from God. All right. He said, because God said, uh, remember not. So he wouldn't be bringing it up to you. So it'd have to come from the devil. Come on. Natural. <laughs> I think you should laugh about that. It's good. It's a good point to laugh. Think about how happy you would be if that never had happened. Let's try that again. I said, think about how happy you would be if that never had happened. Well, go ahead and act like it never had happened. Let's act like that never happened. What are you talking about? That didn't ever happen. <laughs> Amen. And Dad Hagen prophesied. I have a prophecy written right here. He said, and if the enemy brings a picture of it to your mind, he said, just laugh in his face and say, that does not exist, Mr. Devil. You say, you talking about denial? Yeah, we're denying the devil the right to torment you and harass you and limit you. Ha, 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 ha. He said, and he said, remember the power of the blood. And if the enemy persists, he said, you keep laughing. Let's practice just for a minute. I said, Now, I'm not, I didn't tell you that. Dad Hagen, prophet of God, one of the major prophets of God, said that by the Holy Ghost. He said, if the enemy brings a picture, the thought comes to your mind. He said, laugh about it and say, that does not exist, Mr. Devil, for the blood has washed it all away.
He said, if the enemy persists, he said, you keep on laughing. That's what the Holy Ghost said. Just keep laughing. Just go, ha, ha, ha. Come on. You say, that don't exist, Mr. Devil. Ha, ha, ha. That don't even exist anymore. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. That don't even exist anymore. Just go ahead and act like it never even happened. Just act like it, that never happened. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Come on, every disappointment, every shame, come on, every difficult thing, you say, ah, oh, that don't exist anymore. Amen. That don't exist. Ha, 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 So he said, remember not the former things. Don't even consider things of old. Hallelujah. Now he says here, behold, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing. So you and I can open the door to let God do a new thing. If you'll go ahead and follow the previous instructions and quit thinking about the past. Quit. He said, don't even remember. Forget about it. Come on, we're going to give you a little Italian mafia. Come on, little gangster. Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> he said, I'll do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. So when's it going to spring forth? Just say now it has to be right now. <laughs> I just take it right now. He said right now. He said it's happening right now. Woo! Right now. Right now. <laughs> you'll see the goodness of God, the blessing of the Lord, and you'll say now, <laughs> now. Now, come on, it's happening right now. Come on, faith is now. I said faith is now, right now. God is the I am that I am right now. So right now, I believe I receive right now, right now. It's happening right now. I said it's happening right now. I just believe it's happening right now. Woo, it's happening right now. Happening right now. Ha, 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 ha. Come on in your body. In your blood cell. Come on from the top of your head in your brain. Because I'm doing a new thing right now. Right now in your body. Come on in your body. In your heart. Come on in your lungs, Woo, in your blood, your blood pressure right now. I'm doing a new thing right now in your body. Whoa, whoa, right now. It's happening right now. <laughs> How about in your finances? Right now, he's doing it right now. Right now. 
<laughs> right now it's happening. year right now right right here right now right right here and now (laughs) (laughs) come on it's happening right now glory to God It's happening right now. Right now. Come on in your body, in your life, in your mind, in your finances, in your job, in your business. Come on right now in your life. Come on right now, right now. God said, I'm doing a new thing. It's happening right now. Right now. before you go to bed tonight. I said before you go to bed tonight. It's already happening right now. I mean, oh, before you get up in the morning. It's already happening right now. <laughs> hey! Oh, not another thing. Come on, not another day. Come on, you're not going to go another day like this. Because it's happening right now, so you ain't even gonna go another day. Ha 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 ha! Whoa! Glory to God! <laughs> glory to God! Ha ha! It shall spring forth, he said, right now. Shall you not know it? Come on. Will you recognize it? Because it's happening right now. He said, it's springing forth now. He said, I'm already making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'm bringing a supply of blessing in the middle of the desert, in the middle of the wilderness, in the most difficult time in your life. And God said, I'll meet you right there, right now, he said. Woo! 
Dad Hagen said, the Lord told him, the word will work for you when you get thrilled with it. In other words, when the Holy Ghost giving you a word, don't just say, well, we're going to see about that. No, no, just receive that word. Mix faith with that word and rejoice over that word. In other words, this changes everything in your life. I said, this changes everything in your life. You'll never go back to the way you used to be. You'll never go back to the way things used to be. Ha, 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 ha. Never going to go back. Never going back. <laughs> everything changed. He makes everything new. Everything. Do y'all have that in the message Bible? This is a message Bible. Trina's got it. I don't know if y'all have it back there. Do you have it in the message Bible? MSG message Bible, or I can read it from this. We got it here. You have it? Where is it at? Where is it? Do you have it back there or not? Oh, you got it. Uh, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. So you have to head down to where you think maybe 18 and 19 is. Uh, the bottom part of that is the beginning of verse 18. Forget about what's happened, that yeah. part. That's the very beginning of verse 18. So we'll have to go beyond that, but let's start with this right here. See that? He said, forget about what's happened. All right, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Don't keep going over old history. All right, we lost the old history up there. Where'd you lose that at, boys? All right, forget about what happened. Don't keep going, next verse, over old history. Now you lost it again. I hope you got a discount on that screen. Because this, this, this one up here works. See that? All right, go back to where it says, forget about what happened. Don't keep going over old history. Old history. Right, we got the experts in there now. The experts went up in there. All right, the experts. We brought them in from NASA, and they flew in. From Houston, we have a problem, and they flew in to take care of this right now. <laughs> after, after you paid all that money for that screen and you can't get it to work right, y'all better tell them to come out and give you a lesson. All right, he says, forget about what happened. Don't keep going over old history. Now, we're, not, we're going to keep going here just a second, but he says, forget about what happened. Don't keep going over old history. I'm really not sure where you went, but I don't think that was it. We need some more experts. 
You know what an expert is, is a man from out of town with a briefcase. All right. So he says, all right, look, if you're going to be distracting, just take it down. All right. So there you go. So he says, you got it, Trina. You got it. Here, let me get it. I'll read it to him. Oh, you want to read it? Go ahead. You're really good at reading. Me, I was like down in the, the, not the A readers, the B readers. It's in the middle of the verses. Thank you for that. All right. Forget about what happened. Well, the devil will try to make your mind a haunted house of memory and torment, and he'll try to jump out at any time just to rob you of your joy and your peace. With every kind of guilt and feeling and shame, But God said, through the blood of Jesus, that don't exist anymore. So he said, just forget about it. Forget about it. How many times do you need the Lord to tell you that? All right, let's go. Let's talk this out. How many times do you need the Lord to tell you that? Did you know you can end a whole lot of conversation with some believers? I'm talking about believers. I just tell them. Forget about it. it. (laughs) Now the problem is they don't want to forget about it. How many of y'all want to forget about it? Well, he said you can forget about it. Through the power of the blood, through the power of the Holy Spirit. He said forget about it. Forget about it. Come on, look at somebody and say what? That means I already forgot about it. So I forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Because he said, the blood has washed it all away. I said, the blood has washed it all away. He said, the blood has washed it all away. That means it has no effect on your future whatsoever. Let's try that again. I said, it has no effect on your future whatsoever. Woo! Well, you ought to get happy about that. I said, it has no effect on your future. Because of the blood of Jesus. Well, you ought to laugh about that a minute. Say, ha, 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 has no effect on your future whatsoever. Don't let the devil tell you if that hadn't happened, come on, then you could have done this. And oh, no, you say, no, no, that didn't happen. Because I already forgot about what happened. Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood. It don't exist anymore. Because if the devil can build a case over that, what happened? You're going over old history and he's trying to build a case to make you think that your old history is going to be your new history. In other words, he says, see that that's what's always happened. And then that's what's going to happen. God said, no, forget about that. Forget about it. He said, don't keep going over old history. He said, I'm fixing to do something brand new. I'm going to do something Ha! In other words, you ain't never had happen to you what's about to happen to you. God said, you never had happen to you what's about to happen to you. God said, I'm going to do something brand new. You ain't never seen it like that before. You say, I never saw it like that before. Glory to God. Woo! Come on, you have to tell your wife, I've never seen that happen before like that. Let's try that again. I said, 
right now. God's working on things right now that you're going to say, I never saw it happen like that before in my whole life. It never happened. Something brand new. I never saw that. I've been serving the Lord for 50 years and I ain't never seen it happen like that. God can give you new revelation, new dreams, new visions, new opportunities and new doors and new provision and new things. He said, well, just spring forth like that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, we've been preaching on this for a couple of years. And let me just tell you, I don't mind going over it again. Because during the time we have preached on this from what a year, two years ago, where the Lord gave her that scripture right there, we've had so many absolutely, totally brand new things happen that have never happened before. You better get ready for more. I said, I'm getting ready for some more things happening that ain't never happened before. Forget about what happened. Oh. What? 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 I done forgot about it. <laughs> Forget about what time it is because I'm Just preaching. Just seek in math. If you have one billion times zero, what do you have? Zero. So it doesn't matter how many horrible things have been said or done. Just one drop of blood cancels everything. Come on, where you're at right now. I said, right now. He said, right now. This is what we call faith. This is what God calls faith. If you can just get all this and bring it into right now. Let's just bring it all into right now. What time is it? Man, you ought to mark the spot where you're at right now. Mark what time it is right now. And say, you know, everything changed on Thursday night, right? Right at that spot, right? Then God gave me a word to not even remember the former thing because right now, new things are springing forth. You said uh, first night we were here. What did I say first night? I'm sorry, being bold. Because Kinsey sang that song about in this place, yeah. in this place. lives are changed. In this place, in this place. Hope, hope is restored, restored. In, this place. in this place. And so, and then mm. I sang about the blood that opens heaven. Yeah. So Mark got up and he said about ja- Jacob. Jacob, Genesis 28, I think, where Jacob yeah. said, he laid his head on God the is in this place. And he saw a ladder reached up to heaven and angels coming up and down. He's in this place. He said, God's in this place. He said, and I didn't even know it. 
And this is the gate of heaven, and this is the house of God. Amen. You ought to mark this, but where was that? That was just a big old pasture with a few rocks. Amen. That means right here in this place, you mark the spot. It's an opening. Heaven is open. I said, heaven's open. Angels coming up and down on the ladder. <laughs> so we expect it. And he says, um, um, now. 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 Faith is now and in eternity. When now. I was looking at, look at that picture. It just like goes from the cross into eternity. You know, right. th that's the beginning, new beginning right there at the cross mm. of a new creation. Yeah. And wow. God's creation just continues and mm. it unfolds and unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. Unfold. Yes. He says, quit looking at the past. Yes. There's some wow. new stars being made. There's some new wow. galaxies, that, you know, in the spirit. Yeah. Now is now. in the spirit. He says, now, now faith is now. now. Faith is. It's, yes. Thank you, it's a new time now. of recognizing now. and walking in the spirit. Yes. Mm. Hmm. Now. Now. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to miracles are easy. <laughs> miracles are easy. It's an easy thing, isn't it? Yeah. Miracles are easy. Ha, 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 ha. Now. All right, I'm going to read this to you in the Message Bible and we'll finish it. <laughs> Forget about what happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be alert. Be ready. Come on, be alert. Be present. Come on, right here. Right now, be alert, be present. God said, I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? Yes. I do. There it is. Yes. God said, I'm making a road through the desert and rivers in the bad land. Ha, 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 ha. Well, stand up on your feet and shout about it. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, now. Come on, shout now. Come on, it's mine now. I have it now. I receive it now. Ha, ha, ha. Woo. Glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Well, that, that's, that's the word I had for you there, Pastor. So you or Terry, somebody sing something about it. And ha, 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 ha. <laughs> rivers take you places. Yeah. Rivers. Mm -hmm. a, a you get on the river, it takes you to a, mm -hmm. a different, it's a, a, a transportation. Yeah. Also, it is a supply yeah. of life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Rivers. Hallelujah. Rivers. Water. Living water. Yeah. The Holy Ghost. Yes. Joy in the Holy Ghost. And <laughs> be present. <laughs> 
present. Be alert. Right in the right place. Praise God. The right time. Woo! Praise Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because everything material comes out of the mm. spirit dimension. So, mm. So it is as a new chapter in in the school of learning. So and work together. So let this word and this time be a daily message. A daily consciousness that now new things are springing forth. Forget about those things that have passed, happened and don't even remember the former things. Now new things are springing forth like you have never seen before. And new revelation and light given on the word of God and the word come alive and walking and talking to you every day and new things springing forth and the eyes of your heart shall be flooded with light. For the enemy has fought you year after year to try to stop you from this moment and from this time. But you have arrived here at this time. So mark this time and mark this spot and declare this is the time. Now is the time and everything is changing. And new things will spring forth. And as you rejoice and laugh in the face of the enemy and say, ha, 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 Mr. Devil, I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus and God's doing a new thing in me. New in your heart and new in your mind and new in your thinking and new in your body and new things springing forth in provision and blessing in your life and I'll use you in a new way you have never been used before, saith the Lord. So declare, declare it and rejoice over it. New things, new now, now it's happening now. And it shall all come to pass. Ha, ha, ha. Well, go ahead and shout about it. New is happening right now. Praise God. My, my, my. Ha, 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 New orders. Ha, ha, ha. New orders. Ha, ha, ha. New orders. Ha, ha. New clothes. New clothes. New equipment. New machinery. Mm. For there's new mm. light. Mm. So new orders coming down for you now, a new assignment and a new priority in your life and new things that you've been called to do that have been in waiting and have been held up for years, but now it shall spring forth and new clothes shall be given to you for a new season and you'll rejoice in the new and declare the goodness of God has come to you in a measure that you have never seen before and new provision shall come and new direction shall come and new doors shall open. So declare it's time now and it's all new now. 
new in your life and new in the horizon, the things that are prepared for you, you'll declare now it is brand new. Brand new. Well, go ahead and thank the Lord for it right now. Brand new. Thank you, Lord. Move into the new room. There's a new room. There's a new place. And in that room, there is vision. Vision. Oh, I will open up. I will show you. And you will see. Mm. And then you will act. And heaven will move. Uh, so do not limit this season over the things that you have seen in the past. Do not limit what I'll do in this new time, saith the Lord, for I've got new office for you and new places and new equipment and new things that'll spring forth in your life and things that I have called for concerning your life for many years that you'll step into that new office and there'll be new things spring forth and you'll learn how to walk in the new so that that, that the old equipment and old things. And you used to say, I used to always do it this way. Well, get ready and declare the new for there's new things that will spring forth. And even people that see you will say, it seems like they're all new. Praise God. Well, lift your hands up. Come on. People used to know you. Seem like they're all new now. (laughs) Well, come on. New energy, new strength and New anointing coming in your life. Go ahead and shout about it. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 There is a new joining together. Never seen like And so walk in that and For new relationships, even the relationships that are supernatural, and there shall be a new supply that shall come from those relationships, a new strength that shall come to you, and a new boldness like you have never had before. And all for I have a sign and those relationships connected together, so I'll be able to take you further than you would have gone before. Because now new things and new relationships and there shall come new things that will spring forth in that company of faith. So therefore in that company of faith, the supply of the new shall bring you into such new blessing and new territory. You'll not only thank God, but you'll thank others and say, I thank God for you because you have changed my life and the new will spring forth in your life and you'll go forward into new blessing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise. Hallelujah.
Well, we can't close. So we just have to unhook. How do you close this? <clears throat> Take what you heard tonight. Don't forget it. I was sitting there in my chair earlier when Terry was singing in the, and the Lord said, why sit you here till you die? You know, sometimes you can just stop. He said, why sit you here till you die? Get up. So I just jumped up. I think, I think the Lord's saying to a lot of people in here, change is coming, it's good. There's a confident expectation. Oral Roberts used to say it. Something good is about to happen to me. Come on, I'm gonna, let's do it again. Something good is about to happen to me. You know, if the new birth was just one day, that'd be miserable. But it's every day. So his, new, his mercies are what? When? Every morning. Boy, that was a word from God, wasn't it? Father God, I want to thank you tonight that you've moved in this place in the way that you have moved because this church needs to move forward. People in it need to get up and move forward. I need to get up and move forward. And Father God, you've moved in a supernatural way, mighty way. And you've said some things to our heart. We will not walk out of here and forget it. We won't walk out and say, well, that, wasn't, that was good. And then next week, not remember what we heard. But we'll get our Bibles out and we'll read that every day. Because it changed, everything changed tonight at 8.55. And Father God, you're the only one that can do it and you can do it and we'll do it. Now we take it by faith. Thank you, Father God, for Terry. How, how would it happen that you'd take a man like Terry and stick him in Florida and bring him up to a popka to be a blessing to a church? Supernatural. And for Mark and Trina to come be supernatural. And then everybody in the building tonight came. That's supernatural. Because you had something you wanted to do. Ha 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 ha. Hey devil. You understand you've been working awful hard to mess up some folks. And God fixed it all in one night. <laughs> Well, I'd like to get up and say goodbye, but I don't think I'm going to be getting up for a few minutes. <laughs>